Hello, my name is Andrew Gary, and welcome to Seismic Sound Off, in-depth conversations in applied geophysics. Getting involved in your professional association is the key to unlocking its power, and volunteering is a great way to get started. At SEG, committees serve this vital role of connecting members to this society as well as to each other. In this episode, I speak with Dr. Sergio Chavez-Perez, chair of the research committee. We discuss what the committee does, how to get involved, and how it has impacted Sergio's career. Sergio also discusses why engaging geophysicists outside Houston, Texas is essential for the future of applied geophysics. Visit seg.org forward slash podcast for Sergio's full bio and the link to read May's The Leading Edge highlighting the committee. Now for our conversation. Okay, well, let's start with the first one here. Sergio, what is the goal and mission of the SEG Research Committee? The committee's goal is to improve communication among earth scientists interested in applied research. Our mission is essentially to advise the SEG Board of Directors on research matters, to identify research topics worthy of focused workshops, and to organize those workshops. In the committee, membership is essentially open to all researchers, And in addition to research, members are pretty active with editorial activities, training, and teaching. Lots of them are very famous, well-established academics, as well as highly specialized practitioners and experienced advisors and consultants. So we can easily say it is a pretty fancy geophysical crowd. You know, the... The research committee recently highlighted the need for additional international opportunities. What regions does the committee particularly see a value of growing its presence on behalf of exploration geophysics? We feel that there has been a lack of international opportunities in general concerning workshops outside of the USA. The problems of exploration geophysics, for instance, are very exciting and challenging in areas like Latin America. So we feel we should expand and include the region further in SEG research workshops. And there was also a mention about the need for increased footprint in Asia. Those are two of the main regions that we feel that the SEG might might, uh, perform much better. You state in the article that the committee itself has long been considered one of SEG's largest most active and most cantankerous committee. Could you provide a glimpse into the work and the meetings of the committee itself? And actually the word cantankerous made, made some noise. <laughs> and I should, I should acknowledge that the root bridges, first by president back in 1993, I think he's the first one who mentioned the. Well, the research committee meets twice a year with much of the committee's business conducted essentially by email. The first meeting, usually larger meeting, takes place during the SEG annual meeting. And that's where we discuss general matters, and we usually have a fancy dinner. The second, our winter meeting, usually takes place in January or early February. And that is the time when we discuss workshop topics, debate about them, and the members vote for the best option. 
Uh, the committee is made up of a variety of members with unique views and interests. So, so you can imagine that committee meetings, at least from my perspective, have always been full of bright people discussing their views and defending them with great arguments. I have been a member of the committee since 2003, and I have witnessed and participated in lots of great meetings and dinners. And I can assure you that one can easily learn lots of little big wisdom nuggets from each member. None of them is boring or passive, much less quiet or shy. So that gives, that gives uh, people a feeling of how the meetings usually go. Sounds like it's an excellent place to sharpen your intellect and your expertise and, and such a inviting atmosphere to debate and have serious conversations. It's always an adventure from yeah, my that's... humble experience. <laughs> well, 17 years, that's, that's a lot of experience in this committee. What do you think is most important for geophysicists to focus on right now? Well, I'm, I'm convinced that uh, we geophysicists in general, related professionals, either practitioners or researchers, have to focus on the business relationship and the climate for future research and technological development and professional practice. The main problem some of us actually foresee is how will the next normal is going to look like? Because to a large extent, the oil and gas market has essentially escaped from a collapse. Shale explorers are facing lots of problems, just to mention a couple of quick uh, examples. And I should point out that, for instance, some of the members of the research committee also participate by supporting the business of applied geophysics sessions that will be held during the SEG annual meeting. So in a nutshell, I think we really need to focus on the on the business models that we have to that will allow us to to keep going as a community, not only as SEG members, but also as as professionals. I think that's our main concern. You know, you've been very active in those business of applied geophysics sections the last two years that they've been at the annual meeting. How have those, how has your participation leading those workshops, being a part of those sessions, how have they impacted how you see the role of the research committee moving ahead? Has it led to you advocating or, or looking at different approaches the research committee could take based on those bag sessions that you have participated in? Well, that's what I have tried because I guess I should mention this. I'm the first uh, chair of the research committee that does live outside of the U.S. And it actually happens that I'm Latin American. So I'm actually pushing what I, in the way that I can, I'm actually pushing the committee towards what some of us feel are the right directions. And in that sense, uh, we have to be a bit more international because it usually, we usually remain in Houston because that's where the largest crowd of researchers is concentrated. So it definitely makes an influence because the first uh, back session that I helped organize had to do with the Southern Gulf of Mexico. And the second one had to do with Latin America. And this time, this year, it has to do with the, with the business environment of the service companies for oil and gas exploration. So, and I think that's where the, in general, as a committee, the members of the research committee 
have a very, very acute smell to know where the things are going and where things are moving, as well as the presidents and, and so on. So I, I think it really makes an influence. And that's why some of us have been very privileged to be invited to, to help with the organization. And we have learned a lot from, from the experience. You know, you've been an extremely active member of a lot of professional societies and organizations. You've, you know, you served as chair of the research committee. You've served as associate editor for geophysics, reviewer for interpretation, workshop organizer. There's really a lot of things to list uh, across so many organizations. You know, given just your level of involvement and success in this field, what one piece of advice would you offer someone looking to succeed in geophysics? Well, I think the essential piece of advice is usually given to us by by senior geophysicists. I'm, I'm already senior as well, but in, in, in my younger days, this was the kind of advice that I would receive. And currently, that's what I would also tell younger people. Just get involved. Don't be shy. Don't feel bad because people sort of like take a look at you and say, where the hell do you come from or where the hell do you work? So we always face skepticism and sometimes even some sort of segregation because we don't belong to the big companies or the, the, the most dominant uh, exploration countries. But if uh, we all want to be a much stronger society and better professionals, I think we need this interaction. You need to get involved with the society and we need to fight our, our fears and talk to the big guys, and some of them are willing to talk to you. And that's how, how we learn. That's how we improve. I wouldn't have done everything that you, you just described if, he, if it hadn't been for the help of some of the big names, because they are humble, they are nice, they try to help you, they let you grow. And that's how we, we improve our practice, not only research, but whatever we do. And and lastly here, if you could solve just one mystery as a geophysicist, what would you solve? One mystery? Oh, that's a... Uh, I never talk about that. I think you asked that question once to David Lomley, and he had a great answer. One mystery. I guess how to... It may sound redundant. Depending on who listens to this, it may even sound dumb. But I think we, we still have a long way to go when it comes to seismic imaging. So improvements have been very slow. And we all would like to see images of the Earth in the way we get impressed by images of the body. But uh, we cannot achieve that, uh, that improvement because of the complexity of the velocity models and the Earth. So I guess that that, that would be a great wish. And if you if you notice some of the best people that the SEG has uh, are related to are working essentially on problems uh, related to seismic imaging or electromagnetic imaging or related processes that describe images of the of the subsurface. So that would be great. If we can achieve this one of these days. Is there anything, Sergio? I I should have asked that I did not. Not really, I guess. Uh, the only the only comment I would like to add is, uh, hopefully, the aim of the research committee will be fulfilled a bit better. Hopefully, we can improve our communication. 
And hopefully we can help uh, practitioners and researchers uh, continue being one of the strongest communities in applied geophysics. Is the research committee currently accepting new members? All the time. But uh, maybe as a final comment, as a final corollary, let me just share how I came into the committee, which was sort of unusual, but that's also the way we can handle admission. Uh, at the time, I think it was 2003, I remember asking Stu Levin, one famous Stanford alumni, uh, I remember asking him, how difficult is it to become a member of the research committee? Because we always hear great stories about the members and all these big noises about who, who, are, who are part of the committee. And he said, well, just tell me that you're interested and I'll just uh, add your name. So it was as simple as that. Everything else depends on your energy, how you want to get involved, you want to help organize workshops, you want to, you have to defeat your fear about dealing with the big names and uh, patience. I think that's all, that's all we need, patience and, and energy. Or as some other people like to say, all we need is persistence. That's all it takes. Well, that's a, a good place to leave it, Sergio. People should read your article in Mace, The Leading Edge, and look forward to the future research committee articles. And thank you for taking time out to speak with us today. Oh, thanks a lot for having me. Thank you for listening to SEG's flagship podcast. Please share this episode with a friend, colleague, or manager that would enjoy hearing this episode. Your recommendation is the single best action you can take on behalf of SEG's podcast. Go to our website at seg.org forward slash podcast to find all our episodes and learn how you can listen to this podcast directly on your phone without downloading an app. Original music by Zach Bridges. This episode was hosted, edited, and produced by me, Andrew Gary. The SEG podcast team is Jennifer Crockett, Allie McGinnis, and Mick Sweeney. Thank you for listening. This is Seismic Sound Off, signaling off.